If you're worshiping with us online this morning, it's a little emotional here at 2460 Milwaukee Road this morning. Uh, but I am hopeful that you guys had an amazing Christmas on yesterday uh, as we celebrate the greatest gift given to mankind, the birth of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. And everybody, as we stand here now on the final Sunday in 2021, what did I just say? Can y'all even believe it is the last Sunday in 2021? But everybody, I believe that there's a prophetic word in the house uh, of the Lord for you guys this morning. As I've been deliberating on uh, what God would have me share with you, my last opportunity as your associate pastor, as God gave me this word weeks ago as I was praying to him about what I would share, uh, I believe there's a prophetic message that God wants to proclaim to give somebody in the house an online hope uh, for your challenging situation, strength for the struggle that you've been working through and that you're going to work through courage for the task that lies ahead of you in 2022. And I need somebody in the building, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I need somebody in the building to catch this verse I'm about to give you like you are literally catching a pass from Aaron Rodgers himself. I can't believe I just said it. I cannot believe I just said it, but I said it. I said it. Everybody, here's the verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. I hope you catch it. The Bible says, I have not seen, an ear have not heard, neither has it entered the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Y'all did a lot better catching it than nine o'clock. All right, all right. This is awesome. Everybody, I'm almost done preaching because y'all caught it so good. I love it. I love it. Because listen, Dave talked about it during Christmas Eve services. I loved it. Here's what we know. I know it's Christmas. But everybody, there are some folks in the room today for them. This season has not been the most wonderful time of the year. Right? It ain't been, Right? There's been some people in this room. I've talked to a lot of you, right? Uh, this, been, this whole year has been one big boxing match for you. There have been some folks in the building, some folks worshiping online who've been fighting a good fight of faith in 2021. I'm talking about some folks that have been in some real spiritual warfare. They've been in some situations where they know that the enemy straight tried to take them out in 2021. Where they have no practical earthly business even being here today. And maybe I'm talking directly to you today. You know, that accident that should have snuffed you out. That awful relationship that should have knocked you out. That abuse or that attack that you went through back in the day that should have snatched your life. That stressful work situation that should have knocked you out. That doctor's report or prognosis that should have put you under, oh, but look at you now. <laughs> you still here, yet worshiping and lifting your hands high in the sanctuary, praising your Savior Jesus, who's worthy of all praise and all glory and all honor. Hallelujah. Yeah. And people who know you, who know your story, they're looking at you from the outside in and they say stuff like, whoa, you sure is lucky. You lucky to be here. But see, you and I both know that it wasn't luck. 
Yeah, it wasn't by chance or by happenstance that you still here, clothed in your right mind, got a reasonable portion of health and strength, got joy in your heart with all the stress and struggle that's happening in your life. You know, and I know that it was nobody but God. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I also realized that there are some people here this morning, and you tuned in online, that for you, you know, you're new to this faith thing. You know, you, you, you're new to this Jesus is my savior guy. You know, you, you, you're new to that. And I, you don't quite understand what all the fuss and the, and the, and the stuff is all about. I just want to help you get caught up with the rest of us so you can get there. Now, you do know, everybody, that the writer of this chapter in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 is Paul. And what do we know about Paul? We know that Paul, once upon a time, everybody, don't forget, was radically changed and transformed uh, through the power of Jesus through the gospel, right? If you remember, everybody, Paul, once upon a time, his name was Saul. And Saul, everybody, before he met Jesus, you know, he was out there living that life. You know, he was out there living that life, you know. I wish I had some people in Beloit knew what I meant when I said living that life. Y'all know what it means to live that life? You know what I'm talking about. You know, basically, when you're living your life, living that life, that means making your own decisions. You understand? Uh, uh, living your own best life. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me say it like this. You know, choosing your own boo thing. Oh, yeah, I'm messing with you now. I'm messing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trusting in what you see and what you believe, your own life, instead of trusting in the Lord with all your heart and leaning not unto your own understanding. Anybody in here thought you had life all figured out beside me and Quinn and Jeff and Ebbs? One, 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 one or two of y'all, one or two of y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch this, everybody. Just to have Jesus show up and boom, turn your world upside down. And that's exactly what happened to Saul in, in the scriptures, right? Saul was living his own life, right? Doing his own thing. And the Bible says he, boom, Jesus, when he met Jesus, turned his world flat upside down to the point to where everybody, watch this, because see, when you have a supernatural encounter with Jesus, everything changes. That's what happened to Saul. He had a supernatural encounter. He met Jesus, and from that moment, everything changed. Everybody, his attitude changed. Saul went from hating Jesus to passionately loving Jesus. And not only did his attitude change, but his actions changed. Saul went from persecuting the church and punishing Christians to preaching to the church and protecting Christians. Not only did his attitude and his actions change, but his identity changed. Watch this. He, the Bible says Jesus even changed his name from Saul to Paul. And why did he do it? Because he no longer wanted Paul to be identified with his old life and his old way of thinking and living. Is anybody seeing this, right? And, and this is for anybody in the building and online. Maybe in your life, once upon a time, you felt like, doggone it, my situation ain't gonna ever change. I mean, it, this is just what it is. I mean, this, it, this, this stuff, that, this rut I'm in, it's just in me. Man, I'm never gonna kick this habit. I mean, it, it's just in me. My granddaddy was an addict. My daddy was an addict. I mean, so, I mean, it's just my life. It's just in me. I'm stuck, right? Man, as hard as I try, I just can't ever seem to get ahead. Seem like failure is just all around me. I mean, it's never going to change. I guess it's just in me. I mean, I look all around. My peers, they're thriving. I'm just barely surviving. I, I mean, I guess they're just, I'm just a failure. It's just in me. I, I want to be honest. Anybody in here, raise your hand if you've ever had these conversations with yourself. One or two people? One or two people? All right. I appreciate you being with You noticed my hand went up first, right? Hey, listen. I want to help us get free 
from this kind of, I like Elder uh, Joyce Meyer calls it stankin' thinking. Yeah, I, I, want, I want us to get rid of this stankin' thinking because we cannot go into 2022 with old mindsets from 2021, right? Right, right. And so, and so I, I want to help you get free. Now, now Josh is, 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 is super deep. It's super deep. So, so I, it's going to bless you, though. So, but y'all ready? This is from Jesus. He told me to tell you this. It's super deep. Okay, y'all ready? Write this now. Let me, let me look it up so I make sure I get it right. Y'all ready? Here it is. Stop it. <laughs> I said it. Stop it. Right? Now, listen. This is for me, too. How long are we going to do this? How long are we going to wallow in doubt and self-pity? and unbelief and other people's negative, unbiblical opinions about us. Stop it! Yeah, how long is the pain of our past and the reality of where we from and where we grew up and what we didn't have before we met Jesus gonna mold and shape and dictate to us the way we should live now that we got Jesus? You better stop it! I'll be doggone. If I'm going to spend another day with a jacked up, raggedy mindset in 2022 that's holding me back like it did in 2021, that's got to stop today. Oh, you need a verse? You need a verse? I know y'all think I'm super emotional right now, but I got a verse for this. Look, here it is. Verses 5. He said, so Christ has... Oh, I'm sorry. Did it say maybe? No. It said what? Truly set us free. So watch this. So make sure that you stay free. Somebody say stay free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't get tied up again in this slavery to the law. Now, you do understand, everybody, that is exactly what the enemy wants us, right? The enemy wants us, everybody, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, you see, right? You know, in a life far beneath where God has called us to operate in. Literally want us to the place to where we barely feel like we can breathe, can't move. Stuck, feel like we're trapped. But I dare somebody right now to start shaking off the tides that's holding you, you know. You know shaking off all that stuff that's in your mind. Shaking off that stuff that's holding you back from experiencing the supernatural power that raised Jesus from the dead. Because watch this, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul says this. He says, therefore, if any man, woman, boy, girl, be in Christ, he is a what? new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new, right? And then John says that who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. Everybody look, it don't get much more supernatural than that. And here it is. Because when you have a supernatural encounter with Jesus, everything changes. Let's go back to Galatians really quickly. He says, so Christ has truly set us free. So make sure that you what? Stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Can I translate that for you? It's if what you're seeing and what you're hearing and what you're feeling is not backed up uh, by what Jesus is saying, then basically that means, baby, keep it moving. <laughs> I wish I had some people. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, everybody, look what Paul says again. Let's go back to our teaching verse for today. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. As a matter of fact, I want us all to read it together. Y'all ready? Here we go. One, two, three, read. Stop right there. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Y'all doing great. All right. Watch this. And I prayed. 
I prayed. I said, Eric, David, I, I prayed. I was thinking about y'all, Eric. I was thinking about y'all, Dave. I said, Dave, I said, Holy Spirit, why? Why has I not seen? Why is that? Particularly us in the church. And, and because here, here's my first teaching point, uh, Pastor Calhoun. See, I believe the supernatural power of Jesus, everybody, allows us to see things we've never seen before. I believe that. I believe that. And so I asked him, I said, why is it? Those of us who love you, we come to church every Sunday. Why are we not seeing the supernatural? And I felt like he whispered to me, uh, Ray, could it be because our eyes are focused more on what social media is showing us other than what the Savior is showing us? Could it be that because our eyes are focused more on what man has the ability to show us versus what the Messiah wants to show us? Oh, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because watch this. I love this. Hey, those of you who've been with us for a while, these last several weeks, you, you know we just did a teaching series on the Holy Spirit. And our pastor, uh, Eric Henry, did an amazing job closing out the series. He had a point in his last sermon I thought was super, super strong. B, he was, he was the passage, if you remember. I think he was here. He says this. He says, we can what? That's what we're talking about, right? We can see the invisible presence of the Holy Spirit at work all around us, right? Right? Y'all believe that? But I love the caveat to his message, Rosa. He said, in as much as we're looking for him. And listen, Eric didn't just craft that because he wanted to impress us with a great point. That's Bible. In fact, Paul backs this up in verse 10 of the same chapter we in. He says, God's spirit has what? Shown you what? Everything, right? His spirit finds out everything, even what is deep in the mind of God. And then I got super excited because Dave talked about it in the Christmas Eve services, right? Watch this. If you remember, oh, if I can have a second take moment for my second take people in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a second take, right? I've taken a second take because remember when Dave talked about the Christmas Eve, how Mary and Joseph, you know, they're madly in love and, you know, they're hanging out together. And then, you know, Mary goes away on a three-month journey. And during this three-month journey, she gets pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And then she got to come back and explain this to her beloved, betrothed husband-to-be, Joseph, talking about, can you imagine how awkward this conversation was? Uh, baby, I'm pregnant, but before you fly off the handle, uh, it wasn't by a dude. See, the baby daddy, the baby daddy is God. Can you imagine what Joseph was looking like when he said, she told him that? I bet he was looking like. Let me get this right. The Holy Spirit got you pregnant? That's hilarious. Tell me another joke. I mean, come on. I mean, there is no, I mean, I mean nobody. Right, right, right. Nobody has ever in the history of the world, nobody has ever seen anything like that before. Is it starting to connect for some people? Right, right, right. In fact, Matthew chapter 1 verse 19 goes on to say, watch this. He says, Joseph, who she was engaged, was a what? Righteous man. Say righteous man. 
watch this, and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement quietly. And then Living Bible says that uh, as he lay awake considering this. Now, I want to pause for a moment because the Bible does not specifically show tell us what I'm about to say to you right now. It does not specifically say that this is what Joseph did, but because of what we know about Joseph, what do we just read about Joseph? Joseph was a what kind of man? Righteous man. Because we know that, and if this is wrong, Dave, you know, just feel free to fix this next week, you know, when I'm out of town. (laughs) But but he says, I believe that while he was, the Bible said, laying awake, considering this among himself, everybody, I got to believe what he also did was he laid this before the Lord in prayer. I got to believe he did that. Because here's what I, we see next. But the Bible says in the Passion Translation that he fell asleep and had a what? Supernatural dream. That's what we're talking about, right? And then what happened? He, yeah, an angel standing beside him. And everybody, that proves my first point because I just told you that the supernatural power of Jesus allows us to see things that we've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. And what did he see? He, uh, uh, Joseph, son of David, don't hesitate to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her has been conceived by the Holy Spirit and she will have a son and you shall name him Jesus, meaning Savior. For he will save his people from their sins. Everybody hear me clearly. When we're walking with Jesus and when we're open to Jesus and when we lay our issues before Jesus, here's what I believe. I believe every now and then we'll get an opportunity to experience the supernatural. Because the supernatural power of Jesus, everybody, allows us to see things that we've never seen before. But here's my second point. The supernatural power of Jesus allows us to hear things that we've never heard before. Okay, let's go back to the verse really quickly. Our teaching verse, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. We're going to read it together. One, two, three, read. And... Stop right there. I love it. Y'all doing such a good, y'all such a great class. Watch this. Here's my question. Uh, 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 My question is, uh, what are we hearing and heeding over what Jesus is saying? Did y'all understand the question? I'm going to say it again. I I said, what are we hearing and what are we heeding and obeying over what Jesus is saying? See, here's what I believe is very important and sometimes dangerous. One of the major challenges that we got to be aware of, everybody, is the information, you know, the opinions, you know, the chatter out there that we're choosing to give pause to. And what if those things that we ought to be giving pause to in the first place, just because it's Oprah or Fox News or CNN or even if it's Dave or Eric or Ray. No, no. Bottom line, what is Jesus saying to you? What is Jesus got to say? Watch this. Uh, about your career. About your love life. About your business venture. Uh, about where you should go to college. Have you even considered? Are you even talking to him about that? Is he leading you or are you leading yourself? Are you out there living that life? In church on Sunday, but living that life on Monday. I didn't mean to say that. That was an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, let me show you, everybody, how Jesus gets Paul's attention when he was out there living that life. We were talking about it earlier. Look at Acts chapter 9. The Bible says, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any 
who were of the way, basically followers of Jesus, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly, everybody, a light shone around him from heaven. It was like lightning, boom. And then he fell to the ground, literally off his horse, and heard, somebody say, he heard. Watch this, a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why is you tripping? You see it? See it? Yeah, yeah. And then he said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I'm that dude. If you ain't know, you better ask somebody. You see it? You see it? Right, right, right. And then, no, no. He says, I am who? Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Here's how I know Jesus kind of came for him. Because the Bible says that he started trembling and astonished because he's like, oh, you Jesus? I threw your people in prison. I had some of your people beat up. I had some of your people killed. And now you here? Oh, snap. Right? And so he responded. It was like, oh, Lord, what do you want me to see? Right? And then the Lord said to him, he said, arise and go into the And you will be told what to do. Everybody. All joking aside, in all seriousness, are y'all seeing this? This dude, this dude Saul, he had built his entire life, y'all, around doing what he was doing against the church and against the name of Jesus. And literally, a supernatural encounter with Jesus caused this man to pivot on a dime, y'all, and it turned the entire trajectory of his life around to the point to where his friends thought he was crazy. You know, dudes he was rolling with that was persecuting Christians with him. And even his enemies thought he was crazy, who he was now trying to convince uh, that he wanted to be friends with because now he was a Christ follower. You just threw my cousin in prison because of Jesus. Now you want to have a prayer meeting with me, raising Jesus and lifting Jesus? Really? And I'm sure Paul in his mind was like, look, look, listen, I know this sounds real ridiculous, but hey, I know what I heard. I met Jesus, and this is what Jesus told me to do. Everybody, can I be honest with y'all at 1030? I didn't get a chance to go into this at much at 815 and at 9 o'clock, but I'm going to do this with you guys. I'm living this in real time. I got people that I told, hey, and please know, I don't want to leave y'all. I don't want to go to Chicago and start this church. I am doing this because I know what I heard. I met Jesus at a whole nother level. And I had people that think I'm crazy at first. I mean, board members that have been walking with me for seven, eight years. Ray, you crazy. You going where? And doing what? From scratch? Right? I got nothing beside what Jesus told Saul. Go into the city. And you just wait. And I'm going to tell you what you gonna do? That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. But I say this, everybody, to say to you guys, I don't believe that I'm the only one that God wants to show some things to, that God wants to say some things to that's gonna take you on a whole nother trajectory of your life. And that's why I believe God has challenged me to bring this word to the house today. Because watch this, the supernatural power of Jesus 
It allows us to see things that we've never seen before. It allows us, everybody, to hear things we've never heard before. Finally, my last point, the supernatural power of Jesus allows us to experience things we've never experienced before. Yeah. One more time, the verse. I'm going to read it this time. I have not seen, ear have not heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Somebody say heart. Everybody, when you think about that word heart, what does that speak to? When somebody says, man, you broke my, right? What are they really saying? Basically what they're saying is, man, you hurt my, right, right? That word heart literally speaks to feeling, right? And in the, in the Greek, that word heart, everybody, is the cardia. It is the cardia. Uh, that word is where we get our English word for cardiac, right, right? That word literally means the thoughts or feelings of a person, the thoughts or feelings of a person. And listen, for my counselors and therapists in the room, I got a few of them on, 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 the, on the third row. They know what I'm talking about. I got one on the first row, right, right, right. Counseling and therapists, you know, they will tell you, you know, you know, you need to get in touch with your feelings. You know, you, know, you, you have to understand your feelings. Don't ignore how you feel, you know. You, you, your, your thoughts and your feelings are your feelings and your feelings are valid, right? And I'm not debating that. I'm not arguing with that. And particularly those who are Christian in this art, they try to help people understand their feelings, but these folks in here also understand that there's a flip side of the coin, right? And the other side of the coin is we got to understand that everybody, for Christians, there are times where we have to be able to discern uh, what we feel versus what's real. I said sometimes we got to be able to discern what we feel versus what's real. Right? Because watch this, everybody. A fear is a feeling. Doubt is a feeling. Worry is a feeling, right? And if we allow church, our Christian walk, to be dictated by what we feel before we are ever willing to move our feet, we will miss Jesus every single time. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. Because watch this. The book doesn't say that the just will live by what they feel. The book says the just will live by faith. And watch this. It don't just say it one time, Jeff. Look, Galatians 3, 11, Romans 1, 17, Habakkuk 2, 4, Hebrews 10, 38. Y'all think that's an accident? Q, you think that's an accident? The, the Bible has that in there several times because he knew that this was going to be an issue for us. Jesus knew that we was going to have a problem wrestling with our emotions and giving in sometimes to our fears and leaning more on our feelings versus walking by faith. Everybody, that's why 365 times in the Bible, God teaches us and implores us, do not be afraid. I'm sorry, how many times? 365, how many days in a year, elder? 365, y'all think that's an accident or a coincidence? For every day. God wants to encourage us, do not be afraid. We ain't got to be afraid, Lisa. Why? Because he says in uh, Matthew chapter 28, he says, Lo, I am with you how often? Always, even until the end of the age. Can I take y'all back to the Christmas story super quick before I let you go to brunch? Look at this. I love this. Um, because, you know, y'all be reading the Bible too fast, Nick. I want you to work on that while I'm away. Don't read the Bible so fast. Okay, here it is. He says, because well, y'all missed this, watch this. Uh, while he thought about these things, this is Joseph, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, watch this. Do not be, see it? To take to you Mary, your wife. Can I translate what the angel was saying there? 
basically what he was saying is, uh, now Joseph, <laughs> woo, I know what you're seeing right now. You ain't never seen nothing like this before. The stuff that you're hearing right now, you ain't never heard nothing like this ever before. What you're experiencing right now in real time, you ain't never experienced anything like this before. Who has? But bottom line, hey, that's the point. Because when people see things and hear things and experience things that aren't natural, but they are supernatural, they ain't got a choice but to give me glory for the things that only I could accomplish. Are y'all seeing this? Right. And real quick, this is important. If we say we believe in a supernatural God, I got one or two people believe in a supernatural God. One or two people, one or two people. Yeah, if we believe in a supernatural God who was supernaturally conceived, you know, born of a virgin, Mary, you know, do we believe that? One or two people, we believe that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, uh, uh, lived a supernatural life. You know, he was, you know, he was born as a human, but he, he knew no sin, did no sin, though he was tempted in every way, right, as we are. Do, do one or two people, do y'all believe that too? Y'all believe that too? Beautiful. Oh, oh, and then uh, he died on the cross for our sins, Dave, but was supernaturally raised by God from the dead. One or two people, do y'all believe that too? Do y'all believe that too? Very important. Okay, now, now, this is what's important. If we say that we believe that, please tell me why it's so hard for us to believe that this same supernatural Jesus doesn't want us to see and hear and experience the supernatural here on earth just like it is in heaven. Right? And, 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 and if I can say it like this, um, this might hit you kind of, don't get mad at me. I'm just doing what Jesus told me to do. Uh, raise your hand if you're in a building right now and you live in a totally different address or area than you did while you were growing up. Raise your hand if that's you. Okay. Beautiful. That's mostly people online. You with me too? Okay. Here's, can I tell you the problem with a lot of us, Dave? Problem with a lot of us in church, baby. Here's the problem. Even in church, our physical address, Dawn, has changed. But our mental, our emotional, and our spiritual address, Rosa, is still in the same jacked up place it was before we met Jesus. And everybody, I, I just believe God sent me here to push. Push you in 2022. It's time to stop constantly looking back, Josh, at where you're from and what you've been through and how difficult it was. And it's time to start moving forward into where Jesus has brought you from, where he wants to take you, what he wants to show you, and what he wants to do in you and through you in 2022. We got to shift, everybody. Stop it. Somebody say stop it. All right? And for some of y'all, some of us, because I'm included, some of us gonna have to do this scared. Joshua, I'm doing, I'm doing, thank you, I'm doing this scared, right? Some of us may have to do it worried. Some of us may have to drag our stinking thinking along with us until Jesus has some time to do some surgery. Come on, on our minds and our hearts. But I, can I tell y'all this, and this is the truest thing you'll hear me say today. You will never experience the supernatural doing what you've always done and standing where you've always stood. Everybody, you have to be willing to step out of what's comfortable in order to experience the supernatural Christ. We gotta be willing to do that. Now, I'm gonna illustrate this with a couple of photos and then I'm gonna get out your way. 
Um, now, you, most of you guys who follow me on social media, you know that my wife and I, we celebrated 25 years of marriage uh, this past January. Yeah. And uh, because we celebrated our anniversary in January, we weren't able to really celebrate it the way we wanted to. So we didn't go to Mexico to celebrate our anniversary until this past December. And my wife signed us up for the zipline tour. This is us. Now, you see how much she was smiling on that previous picture? She was smiling there. And I had a ball. I had a ball. Look at me. Now, this is a 99-foot drop. I'm going down. Look, I'm upside. I ain't never done this before. Jeff, I'm upside down, about 50 feet. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm just having a great time, right? Had a great time. Now, please pause the photos. Now, I had a great time. But my wife, if, if, if I can just share with you the terror that she experienced. Let me, yeah, 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 yeah. Here's another one. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, it, it was really rough for a sister. Now, I'm really impressed with her that she did this. Now, Dave, Dave, she, she wasn't praying right there. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, as I'm sharing this, I, I really hope I'm still married after this sermon, I, I promise. But as I share this, even the photos, Charles, don't really give you the full picture of the absolute horror that my wife was going through. So I got a quick video that I want to show you really quickly. Now, pay attention. Listen close. Where's, where's, where's Matt? Matt, I really hope I'm still married after this sermon, bro. I really hope. Uh, I want to thank Shannon for editing out all the profanity. that my, I'm just totally joking. Totally joking. Totally joking. She did not do that. She did not do that. Uh, but everybody, here's my point. Um, that picture is what most of our, if we be honest, our spiritual walk looks like. God's called us to the edge of some stuff, and he's calling us to take a step. And we looking at what that looks like, and it is terrifying. We don't want to go out there, because we're so busy looking at what that looked like, and what we don't have, and what's not around us, that we forget who is holding us, what we do have connected to us, that God has been holding us up every since we were alive, and he's holding us up even right now. I don't even think, did y'all, did y'all hear my voice in the background yelling at my wife? I don't think she heard a word I said, <laughs> right, right? And, and, and can I tell you, you've heard me say this, you've heard Dave say this, you've heard Eric say this, our Lord is always speaking to us. The question is, can we quiet our heart enough to hear his voice when he speaks, right? Now, here's what I want you to understand. What would our life look like if these pictures our spiritual walk. Now, look at this. Notice the difference in Michelle. Yeah, look at her face. She's smiling. Her arms are free. She laid back, right? Now, our circumstance didn't change, but what changed? What changed, everybody, was her reality 
of understanding that her Lord, little L, was with her and all around her, right? And everybody, what would it look like? What would our spiritual lives look like if we recognize that wherever we may be, wherever God is calling us to, our Lord, big L, no matter how scary it looks, no matter what we think we don't have, he is with us and he is holding us, right? Because here's my last point. I didn't create this, so if you want to write this down, you may need to write it down. Listen, everybody, I'd rather be in a wild, scary unpredictable and uncomfortable space with Jesus than to be cozy and comfortable without Jesus. That's where I'm at right now. And everybody, I believe that God sent me to challenge you guys as I get ready to leave you. Don't walk into 2022 with jacked up mindsets old mentalities, old behaviors that Jesus has set you free from years ago. Why would, it, why would we do that? Because bottom line, everybody, what we're talking about is the gospel. Now, you can play it safe. And I'm not saying go out there and be foolish and reckless, right? But I'm saying as you're walking with the Lord and he's calling you to some stuff that's uncomfortable and it's kind of scary and all that kind of stuff, will you trust him enough to step out in those areas? Now, you can play it safe and you can kind of stay on the sideline. We had family members that were with us and they didn't do half the stuff that Michelle did. I'm glad even though she did it scared, she did it because it transformed her life, right? And look at it. I mean, you can stay on the ground and be safe but miss Jesus. Or you can be in the air flying with Jesus and people see you and be like, how in the world? Oh my God, what are you doing? How are you doing that? All it does is gives you an opportunity to share the gospel. It wasn't me. Jesus is the reason. Jesus was the one. Jesus, Jesus put me in position. And let me tell you a little bit about him. Is this making sense? It's my prayer, everybody, for you guys moving into 2022. And I plan on being in touch. You ain't going to get rid of me that easy. Yeah. So, everybody, I'm going to pray, and then Day is going to run up here for a minute. Father, we love you. Thank you for this challenging word to finish off 2021. I needed it. <laughs> this wasn't my plan either, but you knew exactly uh, what I needed to hear and what the house, I believe, needed to hear. God, help us navigate uh, stepping out on what's uncomfortable because here's what we know. The supernatural power of Jesus, you, God, you allow us to see things we've never seen before. You, God, allow us to hear things we've never heard before. God, you allow us to experience things we've never experienced before. I believe you want to do that for all of us here online, our leadership, our church, because you want to take us to places we've never been before so that we are that much more effective to share with people the gospel clearly and concisely. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, and let the church say, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Central Wire podcast. Be sure to stay connected with us at centralwire.com and have a great week.